Okay, so it's the 22nd of May, day 712 of lockdown. These are more of my unfiltered, uncensored, unedited thoughts straight from my brain, directly out of my mouth, into this microphone, then put up on the internet, <laughs> then heard through your ears. That's, that's, how, that's how this works. Uh, that's the whole process, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Just, just in case you weren't sure, I was like, Wait, where are these noises that I'm listening to coming from? How did this happen? Were these just formed at, at, in the computer? Is this internet? Uh, yeah. Um, sorry. That's a oh, that's a probably a record for going off on a tangent as quickly as possible. I mean, these whole things are just tangents. It's all tangential to my brain. Uh, like yesterday. For instance, yesterday, this, I, this is what I'm planning on talking about. I always have a vague plan that I just that I don't stick to. Um, what I was talking about yesterday made me think about something that uh, happened earlier in the week. So, on like Monday, uh, or maybe it was on Sunday, regardless, uh, earlier this week, I woke up. Uh, yeah, I woke up. Shocking, guys. Uh, put it on the newspapers. Marriage, I woke up. What? Um, but no, I woke up with um, a song stuck in my head, or rather, with a guitar riff stuck in my head. Uh, I woke up with the opening guitar riff from the song Stockholm Syndrome by Muse, just stuck in my head, and that sent me down a YouTube uh, spiral. Obviously, again, uh, I cannot recommend YouTube enough. Uh, it's 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 very accessible. It's on YouTube.com. Uh, I recommend it. You can get your own, have your own sort of account there, and you can subscribe to stuff, and it will recommend you things that it thinks you'll like. Although the things it thinks you'll like are sometimes definitely not things you would like, and it gets very complicated. And the algorithm is designed by insane geniuses at Google to try and sell you things. Um. What was I saying? Oh yeah, so I went down a sort of YouTube uh, hole, um, a super massive black hole, if you will, <laughs> uh, of Muse, the band Muse, uh, and it was weird. Um, I, I've said before on these audio logs that I got into music in like two thousand one, <laughs> got into music, and that's when I sort of started buying albums. And into it, so one of the not not one of the first free albums I bought, but very early on one of the first albums I bought was uh, Origin of Symmetry by Muse because I had seen on Kerrang uh, again Kerrang and MTV2 uh, popping up on this uh, once again uh, I had seen the videos for Newborn and Bliss uh, and Plug-in Baby but Plug-in Baby was like everyone's favourite whereas uh, Newborn and Bliss were my favourites because I was a hipster uh, back then uh, <laughs> Uh, still am now, no. So, and I loved. I, I got bought Origin Symmetry. It's a. I would rec. I, I would recognize it today as a very flawed album, uh. But I very much enjoyed it at the time. And then, more importantly, uh, I was already a fan by the time the the next album, Absolution, came out, and I loved that album. I listened to that album way too much. In fact, uh, <laughs> uh, it was. Very good, very good album. 
and then I, I was all in when her next album came out, uh, B B Black Holes and Revelations, and it was, yeah, it was, it was fine. It was a fine album. It's fine. Then uh, a couple of singles came out. That I was like, oh, I don't really, don't really like, don't really like those. It's fine. Maybe I like the album. And then this will say a lot. I don't remember what their next album was called. I have no idea what Muse's fifth album was called. Yeah, because their first album was Showbiz, which I also had. Which you know, it was it had teething troubles, but it had a lot of like, you could see potential of what they were trying to be. <laughs> exactly, that's what I was kind of like. But um, that album, I think, is it? It's not Drones. Uprising. Those are both Muse albums. But this is the thing I will try to say. For a while, for like a, a three-year period. Muse were one of my favourite bands. I love them. Uh, they're an utterly ridiculous band. A very sort of... Um, overblown, operatic, uh, big guitars. Like, Stockholm Syndrome is still my favourite of their songs and it's basically just one long, like, heavy metal guitar riff with, uh, until it gets to the choruses, which are just Muse choruses. Matt Bellamy's ridiculous falsetto singing voice. Uh, they're I never got to see them live, but uh, I've watched a lot of videos of them live. I, ha I own a DVD, uh, the Hullabaloo DV live DVD. Like, I was a proper fan, you know? Uh, I posted on their, on their, their message boards. You know, stuff that fans do. And now, um, I don't listen to them at all. Like, I hadn't listened to them in years until I went down that YouTube hole the other day where I mainly just watched live uh, versions of their old songs. I've got no interest in hearing their new songs. And that's something that's interesting, right? That happens a lot. It happens with bands a lot. Uh, because in order to keep themselves excited and stuff, a lot of bands will sort of change up their sound and stuff and uh, try and figure out different new things. They don't want to just keep releasing the same album. Which makes sense, but then uh, that leads to there's so many bands where I go, oh, I'd love to go see them in concert, but only if they're like touring their first two albums, <laughs> uh, you know, um, like, and a lot of that's nostalgia, like a lot of that's like, oh, that's like I went to see the Futureheads recently, uh, like in November, late towards the end of last year, I think, I can't remember, uh, huh, uh, but they were touring. It must have been towards the end last year because it's 15 years since uh, uh, their debut album, The Future Heads, self-titled album came out, and they played the full, that album in full, and that was a delightful gig. Uh, <laughs> like, bands know that this nostalgia exists, they do those tours where they play their uh, like early albums in full, and it's an interesting like phenomenon, and like I say, part of it is because it's like, oh, I grew up on this album. So, like, I associate it with a time in my life where things were, where I listened to albums more, I listened to music more, although I still listen to a lot of music, but I listened to music differently, I'd say. I got more sort of obsessive, part of that was because, you know, I was in the throes of OCD, um, I would like literally listen to albums to, to the point where they would start to warp uh, on CD, that's the thing that I used to do. Anyway, that's not that's not what I'm talking about. But this idea that um, it's not a bad thing that there's something that you loved when you were younger 
that you don't love anymore. You know, uh, things change, right? Uh, it's big, I mean, yesterday I was talking about TV shows that improved with t- over time. But obviously, the flip side of that is there are TV shows that get worse over time. Um, like a prime example of that, of course, is The Simpsons, which for a while was arguably the best show on television. For like 10 years, The Simpsons, was a stupid cartoon, was arguably the best show on television. The writing was so sharp, the characters were great, the jokes were really funny, the animation was really good. It was, it knew exactly what it was and it, it was a cultural sort of icon. Like, I have a friend who every time we meet, every time we hang out, uh, which isn't as often anymore, doesn't live in Edinburgh anymore, there's like, an invisible countdown over her head until one of us quotes the Simpsons to each other. It's so indelibly linked into our brains. I have another friend who uh, was so obsessed with the Simpsons but had never watched any like pop culture stuff, like any film, any any popular films. Like uh, just, He just hadn't for some reason, but he had watched the Simpsons. And then he went on a, a period during university, he went for a period of watching classic films that people recommended to him. And so often he would go, oh, that's where the Simpsons got... That's what The Simpsons got it. Uh, the Simpsons were so iconic and had done so much incredible stuff that there's a South Park episode called The Simpsons Did It, where <laughs> they they try essentially there's a meta plot where Cartman's trying to do something. I know it's Butters is trying to do something. Sorry, and uh, it keeps getting pointed out to him that The Simpsons already did it. A meta joke on the fact that The Simpsons, uh, like. Paved the way for South Park, and a lot of what South Park does is because the Simpsons did it. Whatever South Park's another show that got, uh, for, by the way, that went. Actually, I'll come back to South Park because that's different. The Simpsons uh, is still going. You might not know that the Simpsons started in 1989 and is still going. They are still making new episodes on a regular basis. The, it's on like season thirty something. <laughs> I, I I could probably figure it out mathematically. Uh, and like, is the longest running scripted TV show of all time. I think, it's, I think it might just look, be the longest running TV show of all time. Uh, not including like sport, like Monday Night Football in America or like uh, Match of the Day or stuff like that. In America, this must be said as well because obviously Coronation Street. And East Enders over here. You know, soap operas are the other one, but it's a. Pr- Put it this way, it's a very long running show. Uh, also, I have not watched a new episode of The Simpsons in 15 years. Uh, I don't think many. I mean, obviously people do. It's still, like, one of Fox's biggest hits um, in America. Like, its ratings are still really good. I don't know who it is that's, who's, who it is that's watching The Simpsons. Like, I say, I joke that I've not watched any episodes of episode 15 years. I've not, like, been a- been actively watching the episodes like 15 years. I've seen one or two episodes from later seasons and just sighed because they're just not good. Uh, like, they're not awful. Like, they've still got great voice actors. The animation's still really good. Although, actually, since it, although actually when they move the animation into sort of like HD with the different shadows and stuff if I get lost something. That's a separate conversation. Uh, but it's not what it used to be. And that's fine. 
Like for a long time, Simpsons were one of my favourite TV shows. Now it's not. That's fine. And it obviously still makes money for them, so I can't begrudge them, you know? And the existence of these substandard later episodes doesn't mean that those early, the, like the first ten seasons aren't still, don't still exist. Uh, again, maybe not include season one or two. Like the seasons three through eight, eight through ten still exist. Uh, there's debate as to when it goes downhill. But, in fact, actually I'd be so fascinated because it's all on Disney Plus, right? And obviously we never get um, information from these sort of streaming services about viewership. But I would be so fascinated to see the breakdown of uh, people who are watching The Simpsons, like what episodes they are, because it will be so front-loaded. And I mean, all TV is, because some people will start watching and then get bored and then give up. Uh, but for The Simpsons, it'll be, there'll be an obvious cut-off point, and it will be around about season 10 to 12, I bet you. <laughs> um, yeah, it's interesting, and like I brought up South Park as well, uh, which some people say has actually went, uh, actually improved over time. Uh, and I'd say my, uh, I'd say it's probably the same quality it always was, as far as I'm concerned. I just changed in my relationship to it. I used to watch South Park and enjoy it, and now I actively dislike it because of uh, its sort of tone and the way it approaches satire, where everyone is a target, and I get that to an extent. And I think I, when I was a teenager, I was like, yeah, let's bring down everything, nothing matters, everything sucks. Uh, but as I got older, I was like, hang on, not everything sucks, and some of the people that you're targeting here do not deserve it as much as other people, because there's such a thing as punching down. Hmm, uh, satire should be speaking truth to uh, authority, not just speaking obscenity to everyone. But that's a different argument. Um, and again, that's not because the show... That one maybe isn't that the show's got worse or got different or, or changed. It's that I've changed. Uh, like, and sometimes the change is obvious. Like, um, a lot of people stopped watching Orange is the New Black at season four because an episode because uh, a character was written out in a very, um, a very specific and very uh, controversial way. And it was a, a beloved character, uh, uh, Weeds, another Genji Cohen, who also did an Orange Black show, changed the setting of it completely, and I stopped watching about right about that time that happened. Like sometimes it's an obvious thing where you go, oh, here's a here's a delineation, here's where things changed. Uh, a community, because of course I'm going to bring up community because I I always do. Uh, Dan Harmon, the creator of Community, was fired. Uh, after season three, for various probably good reasons, uh, and season four is seen as like a huge down like downturn for the series. Uh, sticking with Dan Harmon, I used to listen to his podcast, the Harmon Town podcast, like a lot. Uh, and then two of my favorite uh, regulars on it, Kamu Najiani and uh, Aaron McGathy, stopped appearing as regularly for varying reasons and I and were replaced by different regulars who I didn't enjoy so I stopped li listening to it you know like I think sometimes it's very easy to be sort of afraid of change right especially in the world we're living in at the moment right where there's been a huge upheaval and everyone's life has changed 
say everyone's. I, I can't. I can't imagine there's like there's people. Other introverts like myself joke that oh, I've been preparing for this my whole life and nothing's really changed. And people have said to me this like, oh well, nothing's really much changed in your life either. I said, I'm like, well, ov-, and I joke, not really, haha. <laughs> but obviously, there's been a massive change, <laughs> you know. And human beings are pretty good with change generally. It can be hard, but we're pretty good with it, you know. And I think it's something that something to be said about accepting change, like. I really enjoyed Muse as a band. I don't anymore. I really enjoy The Simpsons as a TV show. I don't anymore. Uh, I've had friends that I was really close to that I'm not friends with anymore. Sometimes that's just because people drifted apart. Sometimes that's because you change and or they change or situations change, you know? You can fall out of love with people, not because of any massive thing, just because it's a slow, a slow change, you know? And sometimes things dip and then get better, like, go back go back to community, um, Dan Harmon came back in season five, and it's, it's pretty good, you know? Um, and, like, a lot of people actually refer to the, uh, Season four is the gas leak year. In fact, in in the context of the show, they say, "Oh yeah, remember last year when we had a gas leak and everyone acted a bit differently." I think in the future, I'll think of this lockdown as being like our like gas leak year. You know, not that I, I should really stop comparing everything to TV because uh, <laughs> it's not quite how it works. But it's a. A time where things were different and the way we approach things were different and maybe when we get back from it things will be different. In fact, yeah, they definitely will be. Uh, there are people who I've talked to more during this lockdown than I did before and I hope that when this lockdown's over we continue talking and, you know, like... Yeah. Just, just where my brain's at at the moment. Just thinking about how things are ever changing, and how it's okay to be okay with that change. You know. Anyway, stay safe, stay well, stay home. And if you like later episodes of The Simpsons and Muse are still one of your favorite bands. Hey, you do you. Although if you still love South Park and think it's great, then maybe maybe we can't be friends. And that's fine. <laughs> People change. and Not everyone gets on. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, my name is Marjai. Thank you very much. Goodbye.